This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Everybody, and welcome to You're the Man Now, Dog, the improv and conversation podcast. And I am one of the people that does it. I'm Dan Lippert. And I'm Ryan Rosenberg. I'm one of the other people that does it. <laughs> and sometimes it's just us, and sometimes we have guests. Today, as you probably noticed when you looked at the episode title, we have guests, and we're going to say hello to them. Uh, starting on my Zoom right under me with Kimya Bifornia. Hi, Kenya. Kenya. Whoa, <laughs> you were so good. I was going to be like, wow, he went for it. He got it all right. And then you went to repeat my first name and you beefed and it. I, but I didn't beef the pronunciation. I just went uh, no, one letter no, up in the no. alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, wow. Right on cue. Um, I know. Well, um, I don't apologize. Uh, <laughs> you, um, did, this We might not want to get too into this conversation, but did, did anyone listen to the... Uh, UCB Zoom uh, that they did with Project Rethink. Wait, Not all of it, but yeah. a good deal. The the one that was a while ago that yeah. was like anyone could hop on and ask questions. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. UCB yep. did a Zoom with um, some performers uh, who started a group called Project Rethink, which is about um, improving the systemic uh, racism in the program. And they did a Zoom where people could call in and, and um, to talk about their experience with um, any sort of like racism that they've had at UCB, either with teachers, whatever, the whole system. But the thing I was really impressed with was the woman that moderated it. Yeah. Um, she was just like incredible through and through. But one thing she was great at was not making a huge deal about names, where it would just be like, your name, uh, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced this, Kimia Bifornia, did I get it right? Great. Uh, and it's just, like, the, the thing that's an issue is when you like, fully otherize someone and like go like uh they're this name i'm so sorry if i get it wrong anyway absolutely no i'm so glad you brought this up i mean i deal with it all the time as a kimia but pornia but like anyone who just goes with it and says my name i'm like i love you so much anyone who's like <laughs> oh, i'm squinting oh i'm uncomfortable i don't know ah i'm like you could just went for it i'm not gonna be mad like i've heard every version of my name it's okay i'd rather you try right. Uh, just so you can speak also, Mary Sasson is here with us. Uh, how you doing, Mary? Mary. <laughs> um, I'm doing as well as can be expected right now. Uh, yeah. It's, it's always my stock answer. Yeah, that feels about right. Um, things are crazy and not normal, and it's okay to say it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's how you're feeling. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, Ryan, what's new? Not too much. I'm still sort of out of town, away from home, taking a little breather and feels very nice um, to be out of the city, but I'm heading back soon and hopefully I'll be recharged and ready to just live in my room some more. <laughs> I guess it's not like the hustle and bustle of the city is crazy, but <laughs> it is nice to sort of be outside of like the sounds, I guess. So, um, it's been loud here, Ryan. I will tell you that we had a couple. It, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we have a guy who I don't know what his deal is, but between eight and eight thirty every night, someone like on the freeway, like they're is on a motorcycle that like backfires four times and then zooms away, and it is. <laughs> really crazy it's horrible yeah i live right by the 101 and it's like kind of incessant it's just you would think it you would get used to it but you don't you don't really get used to like police sirens and backfires and stuff all the time it's i'm getting pretty tired of it <laughs> uh, you don't, sometimes i feel like you don't realize how much uh, it's not quite ambient but extra noise is in a city until you go to a place like i went to a national park in colorado one time and it was so quiet. It like felt like I was on the moon. Mm-hmm. It, and yeah. that's like the other extreme, but still, it is just wild where you're like, oh my God, helicopters all the time. Uh, like, things like yeah. That. And yeah. just it all like, it doesn't occur to you, when, like you said, when you're in it. And then when you're out of it, you're like, why am I ever not in a space where I can see the stars and hear the world? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Your blood pressure just like, your heart just like, gets to another rhythm, like a better rhythm. Where are you from, Kimia? I am from Los Angeles, so I cannot sleep without all the traffic noise and the honking and all that. I grew up with it. I need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went to uh, visit when I was in college. I like went on a road trip and I visited a friend of mine who lives like in a small town, middle of the nowhere uh, house where there's like, you know, the distance of like 10 houses between each house. And then, it was so quiet at night and I couldn't deal with it. I thought I was going to get murdered. I, I don't know why I went to that because that's so rude. It's like so peaceful and serene. And I was like, someone's going to kill me. It's too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel that feels like very appropriate because the safety of all that noise is you're like, oh, there's people around and everybody is choosing not mm-hmm. to kill me all the time. Yeah, but- <laughs> you're right. That's what it is. You're right. And the odds are not in your favor in a city. Like in a city, there's way more people. So there's way more people that could want to kill you in the middle of no, like what one in how many, a thousand people wants to kill somebody. Is that two? Yeah. One yeah. in 10,000. Yeah. What's the number? Do any, of you guys, any of those odds. <laughs> do any of you guys want to kill somebody? Let's start with this sample size. No, no one in particular. No. Okay. And I don't think I could handle it. Me either. I wonder how good I would be at putting it out of my mind after it happened. Like, would it be like a like a telltale heart thing where it really bums me out for a long time and I go crazy? Yes. Or would I be? Yeah, I think it would bum you out for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You're just down in the green. <laughs> oh, man, Dan, what's wrong? Yeah, it's oh. fine. I'm just a little bummed today. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Just murdered a vagrant. <laughs> Not a bad sandwich. It might be that. <laughs> Sums up with them. <laughs> you know what is, uh, this is especially psychotic, but it's scariest about murder is because the statute of limitation, there is no statute of limitation. You could never really rest easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could never, from a like, I'm maybe more afraid to go to jail than anything else. And you could never just be like, well, that's done. You know what I mean? Right. At any moment, that can come back. 
which is i think good that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so that people we're not so that we're not is. just killing people and resting easy yeah. <laughs> we're and just laying up. low yeah 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 as long as i get away with it I mean, yeah do you sure, think yeah. whitey bulger ever had a good night's sleep before he got arrested i don't know Who's whitey bulger? i don't know who that is he's the uh he's the guy that jack nicholson's character in the departed was kind of based on he was like a uh, boston okay. crime syndicate dude but like also informed for the fbi and whatever and he they found he like disappeared and they found him in like Santa Monica five or six years ago, like yeah, just like an a old man with apartment. his wife. Yeah, yeah. Bananas. I think someone like that, you have to disassociate like what murder means at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he probably didn't feel guilty, but I wonder if he was constantly like, you know, every oh, knock yeah. on the door was scary. Right. I feel uh, like scared and guilty if I just like haven't returned an email. You know, like, <laughs> like if I'm like, oh, I know I have something on my plate that I haven't done. I'm like, are they? Uh. So, if, yeah, yeah, if you're a mob boss who moved to Santa Monica, surely you're insane. I was feeling the other day uh, very guilty. And I like, you ever have the feeling you can't place what the guilt is from? Oh, and I just yeah. like was Googling. I was like, is this anxiety? Like, <laughs> what is this? Yes, like, Mary. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> what did Google say? Google was vague. I think what it was was like I got drunk and was like talking too much about something and that made me feel guilty. You know what I mean? Uh, And I think I had to like talk myself through being like, this isn't that big of a deal. Nobody thought it was that big of a deal. But I was just like, God, this I hate this feeling. Do you think that's partially Catholicism? I was just about to say, I do think that like guilt is one of my first go to (laughs) feelings. It's a tough one. I have that though, where I wake up and I'm just like, that I should be feeling bad about something today. Like, it's almost like I'm trying to find a thing to feel guilty about. Yours is proactive guilt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not guilty about anything, but I should be. Um, hey, well, how about this? We, uh, so let's take a, oh, I got it. We got to say, Ryan, we don't have to, but if you're, yeah. uh, if you're listening to this uh, for free, which is probably how you are, you could also join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog, where you can get video of this. Currently, my video, Kimia's Frozen. Um, so you can maybe check that out. And uh, all our other episodes, we have guest episodes. And going into September, we're going to have a bunch of extra episodes uh, with guests specifically for our Patreon. And we're going to be giving out masks with our logo, which you can see over my shoulder here to anyone that is a subscriber. So check that out. Join our Patreon, even just for September to get a mask. How about it? I think uh, I even have a mask. Should we, should we do a big debut? Oh, big debut. Big Sorry debut. guys. Sorry for the, for the merch. Little you know, the, no, the I love thing. being here for it. Wow. Do it. Big but these debut. are our new masks. <gasps> Those wow. are sexy. Oh my God. Sexy. Oh my God. I know. And what well, we might put that on the quote page. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, if you want Mary Sasson to think you're sexy, get a mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, we also give out a little phone number it was for our Patreon patrons, but anyone can do it. And we do, uh, scenes off of voicemails. So if you want to do that, the number is 818-465-8656. And we're going to listen to one of those ASAP right now. Hi, my name is Tori. I love you guys. Um, it's going to be as possible. So my sister and I have always been fans of this sketch comedy group, The Whitest Kids You Know. Um, I've always particularly had a crush on Zach Kreger. 
So the first time we saw them live was in Philadelphia at the Trocadero, and we met them after the show. And right after Zach Kreger signed my poster, I said, just in case I never see you again, will you marry me? And he, of course, said no, but that's very flattering. Thank you. He was very nice. And now he's married to Sarah Paxton. So yeah, that's my story about how I proposed to Zach Kreger. I don't know if I know who Sarah Paxton is. I was just about to say, is that someone I should know? Well, sorry, Sarah Paxton, especially if you're a supporter of the pa- Patreon. And we don't know. Uh, <laughs> I wonder it, what the quickest marriage has ever been. Like, quickest proposal, yes. An arranged marriage, maybe? Probably but that's that, a, yeah. That's but, a, but those a take trick. a while still, right? Yeah, that's true. Parents have to figure that out. I don't know that it's a trick. No one's getting tricked. It feels a little bit like a trick. Hey, officer. So sorry. I uh, didn't see the stop sign back there. And I just kind of rolled through it. I apologize. Totally understand. I'll I'll take the ticket. Uh, Well, good. Good. Uh, uh, It's good that you know why I pulled you over. And, uh, you know, this is the the easiest uh, pullover I've had today. So uh, uh, if you just hand me your license and registration, I'll just write you up. Sure, sure. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, easiest pullover. Yeah. No, totally. I'm I'm pretty easygoing guy. So, okay. just what you can expect from me. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I'm just gonna head over to uh, my car and uh, I'll fill out your info and okay. uh, you just stay right here. And, okay. Uh, and I'm back. sorry again. I, I really do apologize. You know, it's it's uh, it's fine. Um, we just do what we got to do. I got to write this ticket. I apologize, but I no, write this ticket. I hear you. I think this is going great. This is going great. We're both. Can I say? Are we having a vibe here? Well, uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I was just trying to adopt a little more of what you had going on. Um, yeah, I love so that. much time being tough, you know. So I, uh, yeah, thought I'd. Yeah. Anyway, I got to write this. Write your you, ticket. you keep yeah. distracting me. I got to write yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. All right. All right. God, I should really go talk to her. (laughs) I should get out of the car. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. I know I'm supposed to stay inside. um, Yeah. Could you stay inside the car there? Here, I'm going to come over to you. All right. How about that? You got to stay inside. Don't get me in trouble. You got to stay in the car. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I just had a question for you. Um, Just this is going so great. I was wondering if maybe you wanted to go out for if you wanted to go away for the weekend what? <laughs> i wanted to see if you wanted to go to santa barbara for the weekend and just sort of keep this going i don't know what time your shift is over if you call them shifts but okay. i don't know i just thought this was awesome i'm gonna stop you right there sir uh yeah i can't do that i can't uh i'm gonna finish this ticket so okay uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you for asking. Please don't ask anything like that again. I don't want this to be uncomfortable. I'm going to try to write as fast as I've ever written ever in my life. All right. Okay. <sighs> just, just really thought we had something special. Usually I get yelled at by cops. Okay. Can you, you put, s- your, put your feet inside the vehicle there? Sure. I see sure. you creeping out there. Sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I just yeah. found something on the ground over here. What? Okay. Is I just got to a- tie my shoe here. Okay. And Fine. will you marry me? Well, oh my God. <laughs> Are you? I can't. I've had it for just this type of situation. You've had it for a situation in which you don't stop at a stoplight and a cop pulls you over and you feel like you're vibing. So you get down on one knee and propose. 
Yeah, but it's not planned out like that. It's a situation that I meet somebody that I really feel this connected to, you know? I, I just thought cops aren't supposed to be nice. And I know I'm not supposed to be nice to cops. And we both sort of broke that rule. And I figured, hey, maybe there was something special here. But uh, I'm sorry. You know what? It's okay. Just get back in your car. How about this? I'm going to let you off with a, a warning, okay? Oh, just don't do that anymore. Here's all okay. your, here's everything back. There's your license. There's your registration. Okay, okay. I'm going to rip up what I started typing up. Less paperwork for me, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, thank you. I, th- I really yeah. appreciate that. You just I appreciate that. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Hey, Officer Franklin, sorry. Uh, do you need backup out here? Mm, oh, it's it's fine. I, I'm, I'm going to let him off. Uh, it, it's, it's okay. Just, okay, just, yeah. Are you sure? Uh, I mean, yeah. You're, what? I just, I mean, just per our conversation earlier, this guy's pretty attractive, and I know you're kind of hey, what? struck out on a few of the apps. Look, look, this, uh, I'm at work right now, okay? Should I put it and back in park? What's that? You, you're supposed yeah, to uh, hold on, gone. sir. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Just hold one minute, sir. Okay. Whoop. <laughs> okay, we have a siren. We don't. We made that. Okay, yeah. I could, I could never find the siren button. That it's was my okay. mouth. I don't know if you can tell the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a bit of a Michael Winslow thing going on. Look, Officer Franklin, I don't, I, again, this is your choice, but I mean, sometimes the universe. Have you ever heard of a meat cute? What, like in a. In a movie, yeah, I've heard of them. Meet cute, yeah. Yeah, it's when two people meet and it's cute. Yeah, like in a movie. Yeah. Uh, this could be that for you. I mean, this could be our meet cute. Yeah. I agree. What is going on? Is it, are you on his side, sir? I've already I'm, let you go. You should have driven away. No, I know. Now, I know. I'm free, and I'm choosing okay. to stay here with you guys. With you. I, I, look, I don't want to push you into this. If you don't want it. You don't want it, and that's okay. We'll find another perp who's more your type. Or no, that's I, not I mean, what we're doing here. We're not patrolling, <laughs> looking for perps that are my type. What are, what are you talking about? Okay. Well, you know, I met my husband on the beat. Um, you know, uh, so it it could it could happen to anybody. I, I mean, that bank robbery was a very big meet cute for me. And who would have known? Under that Richard Nixon mask was one of the. Well, a guy that looked weirdly like Richard Nixon still, but personality-wise, we loved each other. Well, it's clear you don't want to be with me. I guess I'll just get out of here. Okay. Oh, I'm sure you're a nice guy. That's not what I'm doing. It's just the situation is not what I'm looking for. Okay. It's just, you know, you try to try to put yourself out there wear your heart on your sleeve and no don't make me feel bad for you i shouldn't have to feel bad for you okay all right i'll get out of here no don't don't no don't it's okay it's fine it's fine it's fine you get out of here okay goodbye you're the man now dog scooter with the edit (laughs) (laughs) thank you scooter um we've had the uh, do you guys feel this we've had this happen now I'm learning more and more how many improv scenes end up uh, with like cops and pullovers. And it's like, yeah. I don't even want to play a nice cop. Yeah. It's it just does feel like, edit. it. Yeah. Yes, I'm <laughs> like, sorry. No, I mean, it's just very natural. But oh, it, no, it, I, I, it occurred to me as well. I was like a minute in and I was like, oh gosh, I'm being me as a cop, which is very low status and empathetic. And I'm like, uh oh, but it's okay. I mean, that's, they exist. We, they, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> i almost never want to like this is uh, maybe not as crazy but i don't want to like humanize cops and improv right. scenes even right. it's like get, just get out of here i listened to this podcast um citations 
needed necessary i don't know what it's called but um who cares it's another podcast um and they talked about uh copaganda and i after like was watching an episode of svu and like all the moments where you're like whoa isn't it so cool that they're like beating up the person they're interviewing <laughs> it like really makes you be like oh why did i think this was fine before like yeah. why was i like beat the shit out of that guy who might have done something <laughs> it's like one scene the cops were like, take off your pants because they wanted to like see something. And the guy's like, wait, what? And everyone was like, do what he says. And me and Matt were like, wait, no, where's this guy's lawyer? What's happening? <laughs> but, but he's like so internalized that that's fine. And did the cops end up being right? I didn't finish the episode. It was too weird once. You know how like sometimes you start seeing something and you're like, this is yeah. too much now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was saying, did I say this on an episode we watch um anytime we get like a new thing like a new tv which has only been twice in like 10 years but we watch a uh, dark knight on it um i did tell the story didn't i ryan yes on the air. okay so we'll skip it i'll tell <laughs> you okay. later mary and kimia <laughs> essentially just it's a harder it's a it's a harder movie to watch now because it's like so violent and it is like you know about like rugged street uh outlaw violence and uh, and uh mm-hmm. justice and it's like ah, i don't love it yeah batman now seems so unreasonable <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fact that he's like he a doing? billionaire also yeah <laughs> it's like what are you doing that whole city also is like it does very much feel like that billionaire who's just like well i'll save the world but like he's not like he alone can't do it it's not making anything better and he is just like going off the grid (laughs) all these just like doing whatever the fuck he wants yeah and he's mostly just saving the women he loves over and over again but never (laughs) actually like being with them it's like come on bruce yeah (laughs) i feel like i am having a hard time suspending my disbelief for any sort of fantasy or story lately like regardless of just like it being offensive or whatever but like watching any movie that's just like it all feels frivolous I don't know. Oh, yeah. Just, I feel so internally stressed, I think, that I'm like, it's hard to tune out for an hour or two and just be like, oh, yeah, this. Like, yeah, this is, this, this, I don't know. It just feels fake all of a sudden. I don't know. Does that resonate for anybody else? Yeah, I think so. That's why it's like majority of what I've been watching is uh, uh, reality TV or sports. So I'm like, yeah. these are these are real people doing a, a, a skill in sports. And yeah, a skill as well in reality TV. It's a <laughs> skill to be on reality TV. But like yeah, watching movies sometimes feels weird or other TV shows where I have to be like, mm, I don't think I want to be in make believe right now. Uh Unless it's like really, really off. Like I watched the first Alien, which I'd never seen before a couple nights ago. And it is such a weird future where they're just pushing random buttons and all the effects (laughs) look so fake. Where I'm like, I'm in for this. Like this I can watch because it's so far away from being anything that's like what movies are now. Right. Yeah. Anything in the past like 10 years feels like... uh, too out of touch even with the mm-hmm. time it was made yeah. in like you watch mm-hmm. something in the 70s and it's like well i don't know i wasn't there but now it's like how is this movie not addressing all of the problems that we are now <laughs> we are now feeling right that i'm now stressed out about yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah and like movies have been building like 
outdoing each other for so long now that like we've gotten to such a crescendo of like every movie is worse than like anything that's happened on earth ever <laughs> like the just destroy the planet or the whole west coast burns or something and it's like well what's the point of this anymore it all just feels like so yeah. goofy almost like we need to like restart or something like that like i don't know i I'm not the first person to call attention to this, but it is like action movies sometimes now if I'll watch them, I'll be like, there was something even recently where it's like, who cares if you win, quote unquote, that whole world is destroyed. Right. Like there was um, an X-Men apocalypse, like they beat that Egyptian God, but all the metal from the world just got like pulled up in the whole city. It's just like, he did it. He did the apocalypse. <laughs> we stopped him, but the world is... You don't come back from that. Right. Mary, it, you rebuild. You rebuild. <laughs> it, just, it just feels like, well, the world is done. Because we have, like, we've made them so big. Like, the scope of action movies. that it does just, right. like, oh, that city is destroyed. It might as well have, like, completely been leveled. Like, the PTSD of the whole world. Sometimes I, I feel like, oh, is this us just like not being a, like coming to terms with the fact that it is at the end times and like global oh, warming, God, like yeah. that every movie is about the end of the world. It's like, oh, I think we're not dealing with what we all feel. <laughs> we're just making yeah. it into movies and being like, it's fake. <laughs> when it's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's real. Yeah. I don't know. Should we listen to another message? Let's do it. Great. Yeah. Hey, Dan Ryan. Uh, my name is Jake. Uh, big fan. Um, not sure this is much of a story, but maybe you can do something. So I've always had a dislike of being immersed in water, uh, whether, you know, taking showers, or swimming, being around water. Just, I just don't like it. For, and I had no idea why, but, you know, it's not too unusual, I guess. But when I was in my early 30s, I mentioned this to my parents. And they said, oh, yeah, you know, you fell out of a boat when you were a baby. Uh, maybe that has something to do with it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense, I suppose. No wonder I hate boats. Uh, but I have no, I had no idea. It's just funny. It kind of randomly came up then. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's something you can do off of that. Anyways, love the show, guys. Take it easy. Sounds like that's definitely exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's like, uh, like could be printed in a psychology textbook. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Right. Uh, what a what a beautiful thing that you got to learn <laughs> the, the reason. Yeah. I love parents so casually like explaining trauma mm-hmm. and like so flippantly be like, Oh, you were burned alive. <laughs> yeah. Did I not tell you that? Oh, did that? Huh. Yeah, you were in a fire. <laughs> Look, uh um, honey, I um it's just in the other room, you know, thinking about the wedding and, you know, kind of putting the pen to paper on the vows. And first of all, I'm so, I'm so excited Don't tell me. to marry. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Is that bad luck to say the vows before the wedding or is it just you don't want to hear them? I don't know if it's bad luck as much as I'd like to be surprised. I right. don't want to look, I don't want to look jaded at our, our wedding. Vows. Oh, well, if you want to be surprised, I'll even just save this interview or this information for the vows. I was going to tell you something now. Um, you know, it might be a little, it's, it's a thing that happened in my past, but maybe we'll do, we'll do it at the vows. We'll do it at the vows. No. Oh, well, now I'm worried. Now, I don't want to be too surprised. I don't want like a reveal at the vows. Oh, no, it's, it's I'll just, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Um, 
there's a reason that it's very hard for me to commit. And um, we'll save the rest for the vows, and we'll, I'll leave you with that little tidbit. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Um, that scares me. That, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, now you've got me between a rock and a hard place. Do you want a <laughs> no, surprise okay. in the vows or do you want the... Well, now I'm worried that's like the beginning of a like, and now I'm leaving. No, no, no. Speech. I am not. No, it's not an I'm leaving speech. Don't worry. Don't worry. Let's, let's, let's put a, a pause on the surprise for the vows. What, why are, do you realize now you have a public commitment? I tell you, you really sold me on the vows being a surprise. No. It's going to be hard for me to tell you the rest of this. I think it's going to be beautiful in front of God and family. And No, uh, I just don't, I don't know if I friends. want to in front of God and family and friends <laughs> want to hear the reason why you can't commit or afraid of committing because this is also news to me right now you know, afraid and you know it did take me a while to propose i mean we can both agree on that yeah um, five years. Uh, which to some is a while and to some who have a big reason that they can't commit it's actually almost a short amount of time well now it's can't commit <laughs> for a second it was like afraid of commitment but now it is can't commit? I feel like this is getting a little... I was just going to tell you a little fact about me, and it's getting a little heated. Why don't we... The bolognese is almost ready. Let's get. Let's let's have dinner. Let's have dinner and just forget... The wedding is... We're two days away. I think you can wait two days, can't you? Uh, I get, but, don't worry. It's uh, nothing huge. It's just a thing that well, happened. You, okay, but every time you start speaking about it, your voice gets a little bit softer. Well, that's because you told me about the whole... What's your surprise? What were you going to surprise me with? I don't have surprise in my vows. I don't have, like... I'm not revealing anything in my vows. That's not what a vow is. A vow is not a secret. I got you a big wink on that one. Yeah. No no surprise on you. And no no surprise on mine either. No. There was no wink. There was no wink. A vow is not a reveal. Those words are not similes. Okay. Not similes. What's, what the fuck is that word? Dearly beloved. Synonyms. <laughs> we are <laughs> gathered here today. Sorry, my wife just remembered a word from two days ago that she was. Synonyms. 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 All I'm right. So my Continue, apologies Father. to the congregation. I think I started a little early. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to join these two lovely souls in holy matrimony. And we're just going to jump right into the vow portion to apparently they have a lot to say in these vows and we're just going to let them take it take control and i just want to say we saw his notes it's not that he's unprepared he just wants to jump right into the vows his note cards all fell and he put them back together and whatever let's just jump right in let's not talk about what happened to me as I crossed the street or how windy of a day it is. Let's just jump right into the vows. And um, I think you were going to start first, sir. Well, <laughs> I think my wife's actually going to start first. So even those cards got mixed up. <laughs> Ma'am, well, why me. don't we go with you, Tony? Why don't you go first? And yeah, you don't need to tell us how windy of a day is. I think we've all seen Aunt Dora's hair yeah. over there. I think it looks better than when I walked in. 
I mean, agree to disagree on that one. Is that bird part of the hairstyle or did that bird get swept into the hair? I didn't, I, it wasn't there when I left the house and it's here now. So it, but, but yeah, we welcome it. Question. Sorry, I don't mean to take over your wedding with my hair. Keep going. No, well, we, I was distracted. It's hard I, not to be distracted as all, but um, thank you for coming Aunt Dora. We know it was a long um, flight. Um, all right, well, we'll get right into my vows. Dearest Mary, uh, the moment I saw you uh, when we were, I mean, everybody knows the story, but on Lake Michigan, um, both, we both, we both fell, we were both skiing on different boats and we both fell at the same time and uh, the wrong boats came to pick us up. Um, But uh, I knew in that moment that that was you know, kismet. It was a meat cute. And I knew that the fine, I would maybe finally have the person to get over my big thing that happened to me. And this and is where I have to cut in and say, <laughs> no. not just yet, folks, not just yet. No, Wait, this there's is not American Idol. <laughs> this there's is more. not the Coca-Cola break. <laughs> okay. I thought we were all on the same page here. I guess, <laughs> I guess not. And I apologize. It must've been the wind. Now, uh, ma'am, you don't why need don't... to keep people during the wedding. <laughs> you don't need to tease it out like they're not going to stay for the whole wedding if they get what they need. Well, I thought the vows were going to be done in four separate parts each. That way, it's a bit of a teaser for each. But uh, you know, if you want to do your whole thing, uh, Miss Mary, you might go ahead. I actually love that. Let's do let's do four different parts, and I might even okay. go Tarantino, and I might change around the uh, order of my parts. You might we get love the end the Tarantino. in the middle. <laughs> Mary. Uh, Okay, not what I think of when I think of Tarantino, but I hope these vows don't get violent. Um, That's what you think when you think of Tarantino? Yeah, I think he's a very violent director. No, it's out of order and skin fits his face. (laughs) Okay. Continue. Um, Tony. Wow. And we'll cut this out of the video. For the videographer, we'll cut all this out. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, um, Tony. Uh, I never thought that I could find someone as wonderful as you. You know that um, I am a child of divorce. Um, So I had kind of written off marriage. um, And I just want to say I've been waiting to tell you how much you mean to me. And I just really want to hear the secret, honestly. I'm having a hard time going through Really, You seemed really in it. Was that a laughing? (laughs) You seemed in it. What? That was really nice. That was really Well, I I mean, I've been taking classes. Um, Took acting classes for the vows? (laughs) And that's the first big bomb, folks. Hang on now. (laughs) We're not going to tell you how much you... Uh, that is the crazy maybe one of the craziest characters ever who who says he will not tell you about the surprise that's in the vows that might have been one of your silliest characters craziest ever thank you i hope we get back to it i still want to know speaking of you guys did a good job wearing black ryan and i a little more disgusting if you're just listening we're showing our pit stains right now (laughs) 
Um, what is, well, I'll say, Mary, you, not that it's ever a competition, but people like to hear it. You and Matt had such a sweet wedding and great vows. Definitely in, in my, I'm, I mean, uh, if any friends are listening whose weddings I've been to, I won't say it, were the, it was the best, but it's in <laughs> my top. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, you had a very beautiful wedding and it was in Pittsburgh and it was like a destination wedding. And a lot of times those can feel like uh, a big to do, but it was so fun to have like all of our friends and loved ones like travel to be in one space. It made it all feel very special. I was uh, uh, very not surprised because you hope that when um, you invite people to a wedding, they'll come. But uh, like a good amount of people came and that was very fun. And it did feel like a, a like in, in a dream when you're like, wait, why is this middle school person talking to this? You know, how like your brain starts thinking about like, oh, now I know it's a dream because these two worlds don't normally collide. <laughs> um, but it was very fun to have everyone in a, a city that I love. So dearly. <laughs> oh, there you go, Steelers. Um, but now that you guys know Pittsburgh specifics, every once in a while you guys will play characters <laughs> and it'll come up. <laughs> Obviously, the things I remember from Pittsburgh are they put fries in sandwiches and there's some rivers and bridges. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, thank you. I uh, It was fun to get to, I think that because uh, we decided it wasn't going to be like religious and things like that, we got to like play with what we wanted the wedding to be. Yeah. It was that ever a consideration that it would be religious or no? I think uh, there was some, because Matt's family is Jewish. I mean, Matt is Jewish, but his family is like religious. Uh, there was like a few uh, Jewish moments and nods. Like we did have like a chuppah. Um And we did enough to make his family feel like uh, almost that it is a wedding kind of thing. Um, but I, my mom uh, was like dropping hints that she would have loved more Catholic stuff. Like at one point she said she wanted, she was joking, but was like, what if we got a cardboard cut out of the Pope and put it in the audience? And I was like, hard no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You should have considered this. This sounds pretty hilarious. Just to have had, that's a great suggestion to marry. Like a, my mom wants more Catholicism yeah. and knows like she has a silly daughter. <laughs> like, yeah. Cardboard cut out if of the She would have got right. it. Looking back, if she would have got it. And we could have just had like the videographer just like, we cut to the audience and the Pope is just there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's when it would have been perfect, fun. when it was just in the yeah. background of the party. Like, put them up by the bar, put them, yeah. you know, move them around. Move them around. Everybody's giving them drinks, kind of thing. <laughs> Instead, you opted for a life-size Mike Tomlin pillow. <laughs> <laughs> On my buddy, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> um... <clears throat> What's the, I mean, are we, when's the next, I don't know if I'm going to go to a wedding for what, a year at least? I saw yeah. something on TV that was an open bar and I was like, fuck, I miss open bars. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking about with weddings. God, where do I got to get free alcohol again? Yeah. Imagine just like bouncing around multiple people and locations. That would feel so crazy now. Yeah, yeah, to be like, oh, I'm talking to these friends. Oh, I'm going to go yes. talk to these friends over here for a second without right. like a two week break in between. Right. And yeah. hugging everybody and just being so close like that is has been so gone for me for so long. Yeah. <clears throat> do you think you'll uh, ever be able to like feel regular doing like when do we think it's going to feel regular to hug different people in the same space? I don't even know. 
Maybe the vaccine. Too, but too sad, too dark? <laughs> no, no, no. It is, though, like, any time there's been, like, it was, like, the protest for the first time I saw people after quarantining. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, oh, my goodness. A, a friend in the, I almost said in the raw. <laughs> <She's not laughs> right. But, like, live, a, a human body friend. It it was. And then just being around other people was such a, a different right. thing. Yeah, it turns out we need human contact or we'll slowly yeah. <laughs> lose experiment. our minds. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ryan, it occurred to me that once we actually hit September 13th, the one year of this podcast, we will have been doing it in quarantine as long as we've been doing it out of quarantine. Whoa. Oh, strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't include like the month of like March to April when we took it off because we were losing our minds. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Um. Yeah, I don't. What's the? Oh, we've talked about this before, so uh, I don't know if you have a new one. But what do you guys think is the first thing you'll do when it's it, it, in a perfect world where it's totally free, like fantasy world? First thing you'll do, first experience you'll try to have. Oh, I got it. Uh, I the, I live across the street from a uh like a baseball field park it's just like a private park with just a baseball field mary's been to it uh Mm. and for my birthday i rented it out because it's locked and then you rent it out and i we we played kickball and that was like one of the last things i did with a large group of people and i will do that once again i'm renting that place out we're all playing kickball (laughs) yeah that sounds that's That's also a good like ease into things because it's outside right Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, th- you're going to get like 45 like ruptured Achilles because no one's exercised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's on you guys. Okay. Yeah. I actually am moving more now because I have nothing else to do. Uh, oh, that's good. I will. What, I just go on bike rides. It's a new thing that I do. Uh, did you get a new bike or did no. you have a bike that you're now using more? I actually. Uh, Got so the bike I'm using is my girlfriend's parents' bike from the 80s that was an anniversary present from her dad to her mom. So it's like a family heirloom bike wow. <laughs> that I am riding. And I every time I ride it, I'm like, if I break this, I'm I'm fucked if I break yeah. this. So I keep like taking it in. I've tuned it up. I've like changed all the tires. I'm like making sure Whoa. this bike is really nice. <laughs> so nobody's mad at me. <laughs> They're going to be like, why'd you fix up this old crappy bike so much? <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, I have a, my big issue forever with bikes is how do you get it to not hurt your butt? That is tough. Uh, I feel fine. My butt's okay. <laughs> okay. That's great. That's awesome. That's I think pr- you might, I think it like you, after a while, your butt like numbs out. Like it's used to yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a huge dent in my butt that's shaped like a bike seat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were, uh, you, your twin is a bike, right? You were in the womb. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were attached you, and they you know. split us up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's good. I've been very not active and I'm trying to get active again, but I've been like just chilling on the couch, watching basketball a lot. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's like confusing. Cause my, like all my wires are crossed because like going outside to exercise 
even though you can do it still feels a little scary, like going outside <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? So I'm like, how do I, yeah. <clears throat> I know it's okay, but I still feel weird about it. And it's like, how do I just get over that thing and put on a mask and go for a run or whatever? Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of um, fun uh, success with going to a park and going there. Cause I like running on the street does feel like God, so many people and I'm going to run into someone or you know what I mean? What it is, but going to mm-hmm. that park that's near the zoo is usually like empty ish. Mm. And you um, like run on a path or you just run. There's a lot of, it's a pretty big, that area. And I'll just kind of pick different places. There's some places you can hike some places that's like paths that like the horses like can go on. I think that's what the path is for, but they're not that I've seen like two horses the whole time I've done it. Um, but I have found that like seeing like green makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I'm at that moment where I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind, like we're done here, that I'll like go to that park and just be around trees and like grass and things like that. And it kind of like, like a video game, like recharges <laughs> my health <laughs> meter. Uh, I went on a walk with a friend at that park. Uh, which I had never walked before. And I don't know if it's just the path we took, but it was literally right next to the five freeway. Yes, so yes. It, it was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. it couldn't have been less. We were like yelling over our masks to talk to each other. And it was <laughs> like, oh, this is not what I imagined a park to be. Yeah. I think I, I run with like headphones. And so mostly I don't hear that as mm-hmm. much. Um, but yeah, that is sometimes I've like become more conscious of that, like the freeway is just causing so much like bad exhaust for us um by the yeah. way big cheers to my fellow topo head over there oh Love yeah topo. sponsored <laughs> oh we get wow. a sponsorship is that lime or grapefruit uh it is lime now i uh i love this and it's like they obviously sold me with it, it's mostly the mouth feel i love the bubbles but also mm-hmm. the style and it's like i, I think coca-cola bottles it it's you, oh, like yeah. they really give you the feeling of like I'm having an, like an authentic mineral water from south of the border. And it's like, yes, these are actually, we, we talked about biking, but these are, I call them bike chicos. I only drink them on a day when I go biking. Oh, really? It's <laughs> oh, like nice. your little reward. Yeah. Yeah. chicos. <laughs> yes. Cool. I love when like a little, like couple inside jokes come out and you have to be like, Oh, Oh, we're, I forgot. What I, not everybody does that. <laughs> I forgot that's not the real term for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. do you like bike to where you pick one up or do you just have like really good discipline about only drinking them on bike days for some reason? Uh, really good discipline because I love rules, love a rule. I'm big on rules. Uh, mm-hmm. so I bought like a pack, the big pack and it's in the garage and I just fridge a couple at a time. So that it's only cold for when mm-hmm. I go biking. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I don't know why I have to put this stupid rule on myself, <laughs> but I do. And then sometimes my girlfriend will be like, can I have one? And I'm like, did you bike today? She's like, I didn't. I, but I went on a walk and I'm like, they're not called Waco Chicos. So like, you can't have one. Because without rules, it would just be chaos. Those Waco yeah. Chicos will be gone in a second. No, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go and have yourself a LaCroix? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because we have LaCroix. I'm like, look, if you bike, you can have an upgraded LaCroix, but you didn't. (laughs) Oh, you went for a walk? Sounds like you earned a LaCroix. Yep. (laughs) That might be a Safeway Select sparkling water, frankly. (laughs) 
Depends on how long the walk is. <laughs> That's so. It's also so funny too to hear like a back and forth conversation between people to be like, oh. We don't normally get how couples talk to each other in that way. <laughs> so in the moment you said it, I think you were like, okay, you just heard how I talked to him. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, break <laughs> don't break the rules. You guys all obviously talk to like your partners or significant others much differently than you talk to like everybody else in society, right? Like there's a, a personal, a personable or like intimacy that is there, like, it makes me feel like oh, I'm kind of fake with everybody except that one person that oh, it's like, yeah. we're going to tell the truth. You know what I mean? Maybe that's not good. But like, you wouldn't say this Topo Chico stuff to everybody, probably. Oh, I would. I you personally would. would. <laughs> if anyone came over and they want, I mean, I'm also Persian, so I would offer, I have to overly offer things. So I'd give it away. Right. That's fine. Right. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing different when I talk to Haley is I'm like much more of a baby about stuff because I just can be. So mm-hmm. I just complain. I just complain more just for fun. Otherwise, I feel like other than like talking about really intense, important stuff, I I'm the same around most of my friends. That's um, pretty good. I think. I mean, if you ask her, it's probably not true. <laughs> this is how <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I feel like I have whole voices that nobody ever hears that I like only use at home. Mm-hmm. Oh and it gosh. is much more childish. <laughs> yes. Wait, That's what I think. You... Yeah, the yeah. baby thing I connect to. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is this is the real, like almost the inner child thing or something where it's like, I'm yeah. not showing adults I'm, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a lot sillier and a lot like goofier and like weirder and things. Like, and I like, uh, a, a thing that you don't like sometimes realize that you do until like a, a partner points it out is that like, and it, I know it comes from my grandma f- through my mom, but like just singing parody songs all the time mm-hmm. where like, and I can't stop I doing it. Where um, <laughs> someone will just say kind of like, well, don't stop doing the dishes. And I'll be like, don't stop doing the dishes. <laughs> like, it, and I can't ever stop right. doing it. And that won't always know the song. And like one time I had like called my mom and she did it. And I was like, can you just repeat what you just said? <laughs> and, and Matt was like, yeah, this is just like a weird genetic thing with my family. I'll wow, carry that over. Do it with friends. I love this. I love this parody it's song, like a, It's like a tick I can't stop sometimes. Wow. <laughs> it's like Justin with puns. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like I haven't heard you do that that much. Bring it out. <laughs> Please. Bring them out. Bring them out. Uh, <laughs> when your grandma did it, would it be with like songs that you didn't know? Yes. It would always just be kind of like, and the smiles with the queen. <laughs> it was always just like, is that a song? Because <laughs> because she was watching the queen smile. I don't know. Like, she was making that up. Well, it would be things of like, uh, sometimes my, and my mom will do it too. And you'd be like, mom, what song is that? She did it recently where she was just like, uh, forget what it was but we looked it up and we're like mom this song is from 1919 only katie cries at midnight <laughs> we're like what song is that mom she's like oh it's a famous song and i looked it up on youtube and it's like from 1919 oh man I can't imagine anything was famous at that time. Does that make sense? Like they they existed, but how could everybody hear it? 
I think there was like one oh. famous thing at a time. Right, right, just right. Just because of like radio. Oh, right. That's so sweet. Let's go back to one thing to focus on at a time. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? I know. Let's that all just wonderful. listen to You Are My Sunshine. <laughs> Did you guys hear the song today? <laughs> Ugh, I hate the music. <laughs> Um, well, unless we have a scene on that, I'll play another voicemail. I don't. Let's do a voicemail. Great. Hey, Dan and Ryan. Uh, Josh calling from Chicago with a short story. On a recent episode, Dan mentioned his love for school rumors. Um, so this is a school rumor from eighth grade. Um, sorry, it's a little blue, but... Uh, this is a rumor that none of us should have believed, but we totally did. There was a rumor going around that a, a girl our age was giving blowjobs for free during, you know, during the passing period that you had to be at your locker. And every, every uh, day she was going to lockers, and if you weren't there, you got skipped over. So this inevitably led <laughs> to boys uh, staying way too late during the passing period and missing class and then having vice principals yell at you and even one time my advice is yelling at me it's not true josh and then made me go to class love the chef's thanks bye i love that that is like <laughs> the to a t a teen boy's brain is <laughs> like yeah i guess i guess someone would just give out blowjobs to whoever at a certain time that's how they work <laughs> one time uh my very good friend that i've known since like kindergarten tom we were like in like seventh grade talking about something about like the idea of like head or whatever. And he just goes, it was the funniest shoot your shot. He was like, does anybody want to give me a blowjob? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, no, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was just driving up on the bus. I was like, anybody <laughs> right now? <laughs> we were just like, no. No. <laughs> no, Tom. And he was like, okay, well, I figure you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> I don't know if this uh, uh, if this is too gendered, but I think guys should have three, like, teen boys should have three times as long of a sex ed. That is like, here is uh, all the stuff you have been trained by everything you've watched and heard <laughs> that is not true and not what you should expect. Right. <laughs> it's like improper. Right. They just start sex ed with like, here's how it is. And everyone's like, no, it's not. <laughs> like you immediately just go like condom and banana. This is stupid. I'm just going to do the thing I already think or whatever. They need to start with like exactly what you said. Like we know mm -hmm. what you've seen. Here are the myths. Yeah. Like, Let's get this all out of the way. Right. Nobody just gives you blowjobs. <laughs> Even though I like blowjobs for free, I was like, who was, what woman was charging? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, I guess like freely giving blowjobs. Right, right. Did you guys have your sex ed where they like separated boys and girls when they like talked about periods? No. I don't think no, so. They didn't do that. That's how they did it in our school. And like years later, I was like, well, now my the men in my life don't understand periods. Right. <laughs> like, why wouldn't we like I have to learn about like in 
like science class, like boners, why wouldn't they learn about periods? You know what I mean? Like why keep right. this a secret? And that is because boners aren't gross. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. I like, I have almost no memory of sex ed. Uh, I'm sure we got it, but I don't remember like what the pretty what... traumatizing. <laughs> did, I, did all of you do a thing where they pulled you up and they would point to parts of your body and say what was wrong with them? Gross. Ooh, too small, too big. Yeah, the oh, class would get to comment on all your body parts. Yeah, just um, getting you ready for the real world, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely I don't I have no knowledge. Here are the two things that I feel like I never learned: primary colors and <laughs> ovulation. I like I, I learned nothing about period that I remember. Like mm-hmm. that was definitely information I had to gather on my own. I straight up until like a few months ago when I got this Fitbit where you could like put in like your period stats. Just learn I ovulate after my period, not before. <laughs> <laughs> Which is big information not to know. <laughs> I'm yeah. surprised. I have not, I guess because you're just using birth control. But in my mind, I was like, right before your period, <laughs> that's when you ovulate. <laughs> nope. No they, like on a, on a, like a, a calendar, it showed you. And I was like, oh, that's app. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's big information. So me too. Me too. Okay, great. You were yeah. also you, you were also like in a family that was like so male dominated, uh, like energy wise. But the energy well, yes, felt, felt right. very a, yes masculine, a right? Yeah, um, definitely a, a strong. I don't know. <laughs> okay, um, well, enough time has passed, ladies, but mostly gentlemen of Dorseyville Middle School that this assembly was required. We, your teachers and I have noticed that nobody, specifically young boys, are showing up to classes within the first 15 minutes. And while we have some ideas, we'd like to say, unequivocally, and I hate to say, be crass about this, None of you tiny boys are going to get oral sex. You're right. She doesn't mean us. Yeah. What? It, is it because the t- we have the time wrong? No. Is it it's not nothing the first about 15 the time. minutes? It's not the first 15 minutes. It's not ever. You heard a rumor, a very silly rumor, and now you guys are foregoing your education on the off chance that someone will perform fellatio on you. And I'm here to tell you, Fellatio. It's another word for it. Fellatio. Cool. Is it because it's because it I was at the wrong locker? Is it not my locker? It's her locker. No. Okay. Nobody. And if I catch anybody, but it's not going to happen. Nobody is getting their little dick sucked. Okay. Oh. Well. What? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It is free though, right? It is it is free. You want me to clarify part of the rumor? Yeah, the rumor I had heard was that it's free. <laughs> yeah, I heard that it's free. Is it free? Great question, by the way. That's Thank a great you. question. Thank you. The whole rumor is false. So whether or not the oral sex is being as at a cost or free is unconsequential. So how much is it then? 
That's like asking, how much will the tooth fairy bring me then? If it's not a quarter, what will the tooth fairy bring me? The tooth fairy is fake. What? (laughs) No, so I understand. Except for the last part, I understand this. How much it costs, like the tooth fairy, is based on the size of what I'm working with. (laughs) Because the bigger the tooth, I got more money. Wow, that's an interesting system your family has put you through. Dan, do you still think the tooth fairy is real? Well, uh, I keep getting money under my pillow, yeah. So the tooth fairy is as real as the next fairy. Look, so you're telling me that, let me just clarify what I understand, and you could tell me what if this is not true. Okay, great. Mrs. Kellerman is actually Pamela Anderson's sister. <laughs> and, Not true. And, Did, let him finish. Okay. okay. And is, in. Uh, let me know if I'm using the terminology right, sucking our fellatio <laughs> based on the no. size of it at locker 432 during the first 15 minutes to the first guy that knows the answer to a trivia question that she gives. Let me ask your question with a question. Do you know anyone who this has happened for? Brandon said it happened. Yeah, Brandon told all of us about it. Brandon, could you stand up for a second? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Brandon, Mrs. Kellerman. Yeah. Performed fellatio. Pamela's sister. No. (laughs) Yeah. You, you're knows, saying look, this? He knows. Yeah, man. It happened to him. Brandon, you're going to double down on this? Yeah, Mrs. Kellerman Anderson. <laughs> so now Pamela. she has two last names. She doesn't want which... us to know. She doesn't want us to know the Anderson part. Only I know. She whispered it to me <laughs> on my fellatio. On your fellatio. Yeah, she whispered, I'm Pamela Anderson's <laughs> sister. And this is why her, while her mouth was around your tiny, tiny wiener? Well, yeah. Yeah. When I say something to the proctor, why do you keep talking about how little our dicks are? It's like, you don't know, first of all. Second of all, mine's huge. (laughs) Okay. I've gone a little bit off (laughs) I have been, seriously. I have that little Tootsie Roll bank at my house. I've been saving up. I got that little Tootsie Roll bank in my pants. Oh, nice. Oh, nobody, what are you going to say about that, Proctor? <laughs> yeah, Proctor. I, I think I've opened up Silenced. a weird can of worms. <laughs> I've opened up a weird can of worms. And let me say that if anything like that should happen, you should come to me. Okay? You should come to the office and report it because that is technically statutory rape. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, Brandon, I didn't want. A, to, I don't want a statutory anything, Mrs. Kellerman, Pamela Anderson's sister. Yeah, no, no, I didn't know that. Well, I don't. You know. would. You would be a victim of it. You would not be perpetrating it. No, I wouldn't. What? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Just saying something with that intonation doesn't make it sexy. I'd be there at the locker for it. Why do you think it's Locker 432? It's right around the corner. It's secret. It's a secret right spot. Around Brandon knows. Yeah. Well, Brandon is going to have to talk to the police after this. Well, we all know it's... Look, it's got to be a Locker 432 because it's secret. And it's right around the corner from where Mr. Wilson deals marijuana at Locker 420. You can get 40 bags of pot for free, and he'll <laughs> smoke. And it's all pot he got from Snoop Dogg. 
And you know why? It's because he's he's actually Snoop Dogg's brother. That's right. Yeah. You guys think that this whole school is populated by famous people's relatives? They got to live somewhere. Yeah, man. They, we and we've gone over that already. We've already had an assembly with that. We don't live at the school. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I at the gym, whatever. <laughs> we don't live at the gym. Okay, if we don't, if we don't the live here at the playground, if we don't live here, why is there a shower here? Because yeah. you stinky little boys are supposed to be taking showers after gym. Again, with the comments on the boys, I don't love it. I can't okay. take a shower after gym, okay? I have to wait on the playground to uh, to get uh, Tony Hawk's brother, who gives you, <laughs> gives you a blowjob at the slide. If you're yeah, Corey. Corey Hawk. Corey Hawk? Mm-hmm. Corey Hawk gives, I've heard this, one. Corey Hawk gives you a blowjob at the slide if you can grind on the top of the swings. That's right. If. If. Yeah. That, dude, there's like 10 spots at school for free. Well, here's the thing. If these kind of rumors keep persisting, the state is going to have to shut down this school. Uh, and is that a good enough of a threat for you? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm late. It's uh, me, Vice Principal uh hamilton um sorry i'm late i just uh i had i thought i had an appointment for the past 15 minutes but the person didn't end up showing up so uh, what did i miss why is this shirt all untucked uneven Uh, can i have a sidebar with you principal hamilton for a second (laughs) absolutely oh my god it's true kids everybody just uh uh sing the song we all heard today and uh mr kellerman did you Pull down your pants, untuck your shirt, and wait at locker 452. Okay, well, is there a way I can answer this without sounding humiliated? (laughs) I've already been stood up. I mean, Pamela Anderson's sister will give a blowjob to this 14-year-old and she doesn't show up for me. She isn't showing up for anybody. And I've been trying for hours to get these students to believe that. Okay, well, look, that's beside the point. All right, uh, this is the end of the it's meeting. The yeah. <laughs> we got to focus on point. something else. Ladies, enough of the spaghetti straps. Enough <laughs> of the spaghetti straps. Hey, all of you are getting suspended, by the way. The boys were just talking to. We are kicking you out of here. Yeah, ladies, you're out of here for the spaghetti straps. I'm so tired of these whores walking around with their shorts shorter than their hands. I'm fucking pissed about it. These little boys are just the children. You're grown women walking around showing off your clavicles. Getting all the little boys horny. The spaghetti strap thing was probably the dumbest thing that ever happened in my school. Like, mm above and beyond anything else because it's so funny for adult male teachers for the most part to be so upset about that it truly teaches you uh, at a very young age that men are animals that cannot control themselves <laughs> and women just exist to try not to get eaten <laughs> like there's so much just like we, these little boys cannot concentrate in class right that's the true yeah. school lesson. Exist. That's the true lesson that we all should learn at school. Is but guys have trouble <laughs> concentrating. Uh, well, it's crazy when this stuff happens as a kid. When you're like, "Well, where were the adults during this time? What? How was the national conversation? Just yep, 
it's this. You know what I mean? That yeah. feel, I mean, maybe it's still the same and I don't know it, but. Probably. I, yeah, I don't know. There's probably still rules for like dress and stuff like that. Sure. I know there was a meme going around about like how schools were policing like spaghetti straps harder than they were masks for people. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, no. So I think it is st- like still a thing. Insane. That was um, one thing I remember watching any teen movie. People would show up to school. To school and clothes, it'd be like immediately. My school would have been like, "Turn your ass right around! <laughs> what right. the hell are you wearing? A crop top, tube top? No, <laughs> turn your ass right around! Or you're wearing these big gym clothes yeah. all day, right? Oh, and Do you by think the you're way, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you're not one of these 28 year olds. <laughs> um. Well, I'll tell you what. I could do a million scenes at a school. <laughs> so stupid. Um, thanks for doing the podcast, Mary and Kimya. It was oh wow, very nice Thank to see you. you. I feel like we hadn't talked COVID for a while on the podcast, and I think it's it's like become weighing on us again more. Would you say that, Ryan, I or everybody? So, yes. That it's yes. like well, because I'll like feel safe for a week, and then I'm like, what am I doing? No, I got to still make sure i'm thinking about this it's crazy right. yeah my I, a friend of mine told me like did i say this i can't i've got to start remembering what i've said the, <laughs> what, what, how many people died in world war ii like americans like two hundred fifty thousand. mary i think probably more than that more but, well i don't know actually it, it was like it's, uh, at least according to my friend somewhere around that number which is like that was a whole world war and we're at what one hundred eighty thousand yeah. now mm-hmm. yeah I don't like this where people are quantifying it in ways that I can imagine. Like I, was, I think I was, I was watching TV yesterday and somebody was like, the number of people that have died are like uh, hundreds of nine 11s or something. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Truly. It hurts your brain to hear 407,000, according to this article died in world war two. So we, Hey guys, we're only at half of world war two. Sorry, Kimia for quantifying it. Jesus yeah, I don't Christ. like that. <laughs> um, but it's thank smart. you for taking a little moment out of your day to try to forget about it. And it was nice to see both of you. Yeah, thanks, Good guys. To see you guys. Thank you. I love this. Uh, me too. Um, Kimmy, do you have anything you would like to plug at the moment, uh, uh, or social <laughs> media that you that you want people to follow, or uh, or none of the above? Your kickball sure, game. Sure, sure. Hey, look, I got nothing to plug because I'm just hanging. But um, you can follow me on Instagram at Child Clown uh, or Twitter at Child Clown underscore. And I say this all the time. Some other freak wanted to be Child Clown, so I have to add an Ugh. underscore to my Twitter. <laughs> How many followers yeah, always, do they have, more or less than you? They're still an egg photo, like oh. the stock photo, oh. and they got, like, no followers. I know. Disappointing. I know. Unbelievable. And Mary, what about you? Um, Nothing to promote. I've never been the less productive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, people can watch. But, you were out on Robbie. Is that something you want to promote? People can watch that on YouTube and sure, Comedy Central. Sure, you can app. go to Comedy Central's app and watch the uh, television show that mostly only premiered on the internet. Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, at Mary Sasson on all platforms, but right now it feels a week, like social media is a a prison too. <laughs> 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, uh, if you, <laughs> I agree. Um, thank you both for doing this. Uh, it was nice to see you. And for everyone listening, just a reminder, if you want to join our Patreon, it is patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog. If you're a member in September, we'll, uh, we'll put up, we'll be putting up signups on September 1st so that we can send out free masks to all our members. And you can hear all our great uh, episodes in our backlog and all our future ones that we're putting out in September with some special guests, some people who have done the podcast in our first year that uh, we're bringing back for our higher tier patrons. Uh, Anything else, Ryan? Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too. Uh, Stay safe, everybody, and thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.